hour number four of the Bill Michael Show. Glad you're with us. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout. By the way, going back to the Aaron Rodgers uh, post, he is in Switzerland, or was. Uh, Zenith Watches. I went back and looked at his stuff. Zenith Watches. He was apparently at the Zenith factory. Uh, where they make the timepieces. And there's a lot of uh, pictures and videos and such of him going through the factory uh, with uh, watchmakers looking through, um, you know, microscopes and how they make these timepieces and such. So that might be what uh, what Mike Clemens was referring to. But uh, Aaron Rodgers in Switzerland. You know what? Uh, there's not a whole lot of people posting about where other people are at at this point. It's more of a TMZ thing. Ben, when you're out and about, does anybody go, oh, Ben Kenny over here on Lake Mendota? <laughs> nobody, nobody out there cares what the hell I do. <laughs> I can tell you that for sure. Oh, my goodness. I do. I mean, I you know, I, now here's the question. And I hit I no, you this don't. the other day. You don't have to lie. Oh, I care about everywhere you're at. I, I don't think that's true. I, I do only for the fact that you you amuse me. Like Grant Bills, Grant, you know, Grant could be lying hammered in a tub somewhere with raw water running on him. You know, we, we'd find that funny. We'd find that amusing, and hopefully somebody films it. But the rest of it, I don't know. <laughs> amusing as in like a, a circus animal in a cage amusing or like genuine, a genuine like comedy amusement? This sounds like that question in Goodfellas where he goes, how do you find me funny? Like Rita Rudner funny? <laughs> you know. <laughs> how do you find me funny? Ha ha, funny. So, oh, God. Uh, 877-867-1670. Phone lines are wide open. Talked a lot today about USC and UCLA heading over to the Big Ten. What does this mean for Wisconsin? Then the next domino to fall, which everybody's expecting at some point, Notre Dame's going to make some kind of an announcement and say, hey, we've been courted by X, whether it's the SEC or the Big Ten, and that's where we're going to end up going for the money. They are uh, on the short side of about $55 bucks. That's not coming into the school. The uh, NBC contract is not going to get that much bigger. Uh, so you would assume if Notre Dame decides to jump for the uh, monetary aspect of this, it's either going to be the Big Ten or the SEC. We now just kind of hold our breath and wait. Although, although the last time the Big Ten, as we had alluded to earlier, courted Notre Dame, they were right there at the altar. And Notre Dame said, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. They kind of used it as a, um, we'll say, a, a, a bargaining chip to get more money for their own rights deal and also to negotiate themselves into other conferences, So, such as the ACC. So um, you figured there was a bitter taste still left in the mouths of those from the Big Ten, but a lot of those people have since moved on. And now we wait and see if a deal ends up, you know, uh, being imminent. Hey, by the way, Zach Levine of the uh, the uh, Chicago Bulls. Do you see the deal he signed? Ben, he maxed out big with one. the Bulls. Big one. Five years, 250, or 15, excuse me, $215 million. Five years, 215 million dollars that is huge money huge money uh 877-867-1670 if you subscribe to usa today 
and I don't know if you do or not. They also have a big article today uh, in the sports page of name, image, and likeness, NIL failures, successes, and unknown and unknowns mark the first year. They talk about some of the bigger deals that were out there, some of the ones that went really, really well, some of the failures in all of this before it's all said and done. So, yeah, big time. Some major failures out there with not a huge amount of money given away, but enough to make some companies go, eh, I don't know. Uh, I know of one company last year, I talked about this, that was trying to acquire Graham Mertz. Could not get through to him or weren't, wasn't getting a phone call returned, one of the two. But uh, was they wanted to jump on the bandwagon. And I was notified of, quote, thank God we didn't. So hopefully Graham Mertz turns it around, has a better season, and then is able to kind of cash in a little bit on the name, image, and likeness deal. But, yeah, one, there was one company that was out there that uh, I was notified of that said, yeah, we wanted him. We, we tried really hard, couldn't get through, didn't know how to go about it, wasn't getting a reaction out of Wisconsin, and uh, the deal ultimately did not happen. And now they went and said, whoo. So, not that if I'm Graham Mertz sitting here listening to this, I'm saying, hey, guys, uh, can somebody at least give me the phone message next time? Probably happened. Uh, meanwhile, you got, the, uh, you got the Bucks. Bobby Portis is coming back. Uh, and then one of the peace players they had last year, that really kind of showed his wares, to be honest with you, um, coming back into the fold as well. So uh, they've made a few moves. Uh, not a bad way to go. Good stuff there. So the uh, the Bucks trying to they've a lot of money being tossed around right now. By the way, when it comes to uh, when it comes to NBA free agency early on. So uh, good to see the Bucks get back in on the Bobby Portis deal. Joe Ingles is in. Javon Carter is back. So a lot going on there. Uh, the Celtics, uh, we got a trade. We got a trade. Adrian Mojanarski saying the Celtics are sending Daniel Thies, Aaron Nesmith, and a 2023 first-round pick to the Indiana Pacers for Malcolm Brogdon, the former Milwaukee Buck. How about that? The Pacers trading guard Malcolm Brogdon to the Boston Celtics. Maybe, just maybe, the Bucks face Malcolm Brogdon and company in the Eastern Conference Finals next year. A little bit of asked after. He kind of, it wasn't necessarily to the city, but it kind of was when he kind of exited with a bad, you left, it left a bad taste in your mouth. The way things went down and some things were said about the city and the state and so it'd be interesting, uh, not to say that they haven't already faced Malcolm Brogdon because they have, but uh, it's going to be kind of interesting if now that he's on the Boston Celtics, if indeed the Celtics get back to where they were trying to excel and go to the next step. And in the meantime, the Bucks are trying to knock him off. Interesting move. It's a piecemeal move, but it's a move. And we know Malcolm Brogdon can... He's got a few hops in him. He's not a terrible basketball player by any stretch of the imagination. Do I think it puts him over the top? No. But, you know, as long as you've got one of those key contributors coming off the bench that can give you some big shots here and there, it's not a bad way to go. The Bucks they added a sharpshooter yesterday. They agreed in principle to a one-year, $6.5 million deal with Joe Ingles. 
because uh, it uses up their entire tax uh, taxpayer mid-level exception, which was one of the few ways that the team had to fill out its roster when it comes to the luxury tax. So they were getting the job done. Um, what else do we got? We got more breaking news. How about this? Oregon and Washington have been told by the Big Ten, nah. They're standing pat for right now. Why? They're waiting on a decision which could come sooner rather than later by Notre Dame. They're not taking anybody else until they find out what Notre Dame is going to do. Ouch! Ouch! Oregon. Nah, hang on. Slow your roll. If you want to jump in with us, hang on, because we've got we've got a little bit. This is kind of like being at the club, and you think you're going to walk right in, and instead they put the golden uh, the velvet rope across in front of you, and they're like, "Hey, wait a minute, we're all just about a capacity here. Hang on." And you're like, "Wait a minute, but I'm but I'm a VIP," and they're like, "Yeah, we know, but you're not as VIP as this dude, and this dude hasn't gotten out of the car yet. So if we're going to let anybody in, this dude in the car over here." Uh, he's bigger than you are, and you need to just slow your roll. So you stand in line, a little bit of drizzle falling on your head. You probably got one of those really teeny tiny Walgreens umbrellas. It barely covers your own dome, much less anybody else. You don't know whether to put it over your shoulder and cover your girl or just give it to your girl and stand in the rain. Doesn't matter because they're still going to wait until that door opens. And whether or not they're going to get that player coming out of the back seat of the limo, he's either going to enter your club or... Or he's going to drive on to the next club. If he leaves and they give you the wave saying thanks but no thanks, then we're going to move back the velvet rope and we're going to let you into the club. That's what that's like. Is that a good description, Ben? I think that's perfect. I'd even dynamite go, drop in. Thank I'd you even, very much. I'd even go a little further and say every. It's like you're at high school prom and everybody has their dates ready, but no one wants to ask the girls because there's one single really cute girl left that everyone wants to take. And they're waiting to see who she'll go with. Right. Who's the hottie going to pick? Who's the hottie going to pick? And in this case, the hot girl happens to be insanely Catholic. (laughs) So you know she's a drinker. (laughs) One would assume. And I I say that being Catholic myself. So I don't want everybody coming out of the Catholic faith to jump all over me all of a sudden. I I make a joke about it. Uh, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six. If you at least if you grew up in my neighborhood, come on, we had we had Irish Catholics and we had Italian Catholics, and on Sunday all the families got together and the kids were eating spaghetti and everybody else was just out there drinking beer and wine and it was uh, a good Sunday afternoon. We'll just say eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. It's also that certain hot girl had one big red flag in the past that maybe couldn't have been shaken off, but then that red flag decided to go down to LSU, and now she's literally perfect. But if she goes to LSU, if she goes to SEC, you know, see, that girl from the last time when when that, that, like, she had, she showed up to the prom last time, and she, she was gorgeous. She had the dress on, tight fitting. Oh yeah, had the slit up to here. Oh, it, it, you could tell the building was cold. Beautiful hair, the whole thing. She was a stunning girl. Brains, intelligence. The problem was, she had a big cluster of what looked like bubble wrap on her upper lip. You're like, oh damn, got the herpes. And then the herpes left and went to LSU. So now she's better looking. 
How you like that? Uh, that is good. <laughs> and you would assume she suddenly became partially Southern and was gassy. So now all of that is gone. It's been it's been exercised. The demons are out of her body. So now she's back to being cute again. There you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. Oh, find us. Uh, by the way, coming up tonight, I haven't even mentioned this, but coming up tonight, you got Brewers baseball back out after the Brewers get a, took a loss yesterday. Corbin Burns against Contreras tonight. Uh, by the way, 6.05 start time from PNC Park. Game two of the four-game series between the crew and the Pirates. Brewers are game up right now on St. Louis. Elsewhere in the National League Central, the Reds are hosting the Atlanta Braves this evening. Uh, you do have a uh, day game getting underway here in about seven minutes. Interleague play, the Red Sox, the historic Red Sox, coming out of Fenway in the historic Wrigley, taking on the Cubs this afternoon. So that's going on. St. Louis is on the road taking on your Philadelphia Phillies. Go Phillies. There you have it. I'm a Phillies fan all of a sudden. How do you like that? That's, Falter on the hill tonight against Mikolas. Yeah, not going to last long. <laughs> Your confidence. I You know what? I look at the Phillies different now. I look at the Eagles different now. I look at the Flyers different now. You used to grossly look down upon the city, and now they're a, we're a little less worse? No. The best, the best story ever in my travels, comes out of the, the city of Philadelphia. I told you that. Yeah, it's a great story. Right? Yeah, it's it, good. That, that is the best story. I look at everything in the sense of what do I get out of it, okay? And I'm not talking about something free, okay? What I get out of it is do I have a good story to tell, some kind of a yarn that's truthful that you can spit on the air that can encapsulate people's minds, even if just for a short period of time. And you can maybe paint the picture and, and put it all out there for people to absorb just to give you a sense of the experience because that's really what we do. We are credentialed. We are eyes and ears for the fan that doesn't normally get behind the scenes. That's what it is you and I do. So that's why when something good happens, if we can bring it to light via a picture on a website or if we can bring it to light through our experience in mental imagery, that's what we do. There's an art to that. So one of my best experiences ever was in the city of brotherly love. Yeah, so since eating horse poop, we are just trending upwards. Um, there you go. That was rock bottom. Now we're now we're good. <laughs> <laughs> this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at The Nice Ash. If you're going to get your cigar on and maybe enjoy some of the parade this weekend, the 4th of July parade, head downtown Waukesha. Downtown Waukesha, beautiful place, 323 West Main Street. Keep supporting those businesses. Waukesha Strong. And uh, head over to the Nice Ash. They've got some entertainment this weekend. Just sit back, relax, enjoy a whiskey, enjoy a bourbon, enjoy a craft brew, enjoy a good cigar, or just go in and enjoy whatever on the TV. Whether it's the Brewers or racing this weekend, you name it. It's all down there at The Nice Ash. Go to TheNiceAsh.com. That's TheNiceAsh.com. When we come back, we got some racing to talk about. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Coming up next week, um, I, I use 
talk to, talk about, and uh, support a lot of our sponsors. Jane L. Tire Service out in uh, Johnson Creek is one of them. And uh, I called Lyle. I said, hey, do me a favor. Um, obviously, I'm going to be look- getting my tires looked at on my trailer. I haven't used my trailer in almost two years for my boat. So I think about cars, and you think about tractor trailers and semis. I went, oh, I, it's natural to think about tires for your trailer, right? So he's like, yeah, no problem. Bring it on out. And then I thought, boy, I really haven't you know, done much with my trailer axle with greasing and packing bearings and such. And you got to do that. So I called him up, uh, I called him back and I said, Hey Lyle, how often do you have to do that? Cause this trailer has been pretty good for a while now. He said, well, when's the last time you had it done? I said, I've never had it done. He's like, Oh my God, you don't want to be that guy on the side of the road. About every two years, you got to have your axle greased, got to have the bearings packed, check out the tires, the whole thing, especially on a trailer that doesn't see a lot of activity. And he said, you, you got to make sure you get it done. So, uh, I didn't know that. I learned a little something, and it was all because I made the phone call out to J&L Tire Service in Johnson Creek, right off of 94, just north of 94, a block north of 94, as a matter of fact. So I'm heading out there on Tuesday. I'm taking the boat out on Tuesday. Going to drop it off. He said, yeah, I'll try to turn it around for you within 24 hours because he knows I'm leaving on vacation. He's going to try to squeeze it in. But he said, yeah, bring it out. We'll try to get it done ASAP. And it does as long as there's not any problems, it doesn't take much. We'll just make sure you're safe, you're good to go. We'll check the brakes on the trailer, we'll check the tires, make sure everything nothing's dry rotted, everything's good to go, so you don't have to be that guy on the side of the road, not only needing needing a new tire, but you don't want to be that side guy on the side of the road needing a new axle because that will ruin your trip. That will ruin your trip. So I'm um, looking forward to that coming up on Tuesday, and uh, a big portion of that is simply peace of mind. And that's what I'm looking forward to. So from J&L Tire Service, right there in Johnson Creek, uh, they have one in Watertown as well. Go to jandltire.com. That is jandltire.com. Efforting, at this point, Rafa Matos, Amatos, uh, the driver out of the Trans Am Series. We're going to talk with him about Road America. They're there this weekend uh, up there. They just come off of the, uh, the run over at Mid-Ohio, as a matter of fact. So we're going to talk about that a little bit as well. Then. They've got the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix coming up in Nashville. They're going to Watkins Glen. They've raced at Sonoma. So road courses are uh, familiar to him, and I want to see how uh, he likes Road America in comparison to some of the others. So hopefully we get a chance to chat with him coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Stay tuned for that. Um, got a couple people uh, that just hit us up over on uh, over in Facebook, or excuse me, over on the email portion of it and i wanted to get to that jimmy says uh hey unit i does i don't think notre dame comes to the big 10 last time there were too many hard feelings the big 10 took them right up to the absolute front door and decided to walk away the big 10 decided that they were being used for more money notre dame did that thank you catholics well i'm not knocking catholics as a religion because they took them to the doorstep it is what it is jimmy but i think i you know what in the grand scheme of things Okay, Jimmy, you and I both know, right? It's all about the money. It is all about the money, right? It's what it is, man. I would agree. For 55 million bucks, yeah, they're coming back to the altar. No doubt about it. Uh, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Again, 877-867-1670. Yeah, we got him. Let's do this. Uh, Trans Am driver. And a guy that's going to be racing around Road America, you can pay attention to him. Rafa Matos is on, joining us on the line. Rafa, how you doing? Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Absolutely, we're glad to have you. You have had quite the career. I was boning up on some of my, uh, some of my, uh, I guess, history for you when you start out karting in Brazil and then you find yourself 
running Trans Am cars at Road America after running Indies and all that kind of stuff. So talk a little bit about the road course that is Road America. Well, first, I love coming to Road America. I've been coming here since my early days in the United States, you know, since 2003. I skipped our days, and I had a lot of fun here back there. And, and, and you know, right here in Atlantic, race here in Trans Am, um, prototypes, um, that, you know, one of my favorite when you think of Road America, the experience of Road America, how much, because you've driven it so much in different cars, how much does that experience pay off coming into this weekend? Uh, quite a bit. Quite a bit. You know, it's it's a tra- huge track. So uh, a little bit more you know about each part of the track is going to be uh, a big deal, right, since it's, it's 15 corners. So uh, experience always plays a big factor here for sure. Um, let's do this. Let's get him on a better cell signal, Ben, real quick, because he's breaking up really bad, and I want to make sure that people get a chance to hear him. So we'll get Rafa back on here in just a, a minute or two, I promise you, just so we can kind of get a sense uh, as a Trans Am driver what it's like to race Road America, one of the road courses on that circuit. Like I said, they had Sonoma. They had Watkins Glen. They have numerous races that are on the dockets uh, so far this year. But uh, I wanted to uh, make sure that we got all the information regarding Road America. He's got an interesting bio. I mean, he came in in 2003 to the Skip Barber Nash as the Skip Barber Race School National Champion. He went to the Star Mazda team and won that. Champ Car in 2007, went over to Indy Lights in 2008. I remember covering Indy Lights. I mean, he was the Indy Lights champion. Coming out, uh, who also ran Indy Lights, was uh, Danica Patrick early on in her career as well. Uh, ended up getting the 24 Hours of Daytona. He won that in the GT3. Uh, the IndyCar Rookie of the Year in 2009. He had the uh, the fastest same year, Indianapolis 500 as a rookie, the fastest rookie that year as well, uh, finished third place at the Daytona of 24 hours of Daytona in the LMPC class uh, in the prototypes, and then jumped into Trans Am in 2018 and has been racing there ever since. And uh, obviously a ton of road courses along the way. So uh, we wanted to get his perspective of Road America. And, I, again, I, not to sit here and be this – pontificator you know for what we have here in the middle of the state of wisconsin but it's it's there's so many people that really like this venue in in so many different aspects one is the drivers love it the challenge of the up and down it's not just a flat road course i mean there's not many road courses or any courses for that matter where you have to go uphill a pretty good incline just to get to the start finish line because if you're standing on the ground waiting for the cars to come up the hills, do you know so you know who is going to win the race? You wouldn't see them unless you're up high. So it, it's a really interesting challenge getting to the start finish line. And then after that, like I had mentioned before, uh, when we uh, had uh, the Xfinity driver on, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, he talked about many different things, whether it's the carousel going down turn five, back up into turn six, breaking real hard, going downhill into the turn to go back uphill, making a turn at the top, at the apex of the hill, which is a blind turn, and then back down, and then you come up through uh, the um, uh, through the uh, the hills and the trees up there through Canada Canyon, or I think is that's what they call it, if I'm not mistaken. But it's it's fantastic. It's a really neat place, and then obviously all the camping and the fans. It's it's pretty cool. Hey, why the by the way, um, if we can get him back on, great. If not, we can't. But the Pac-12 board met this morning and authorized the conference 
to explore all expansion options. The 10 university presidents and chancellors, they say, remain committed to share the mission of the academic and athletic excellence on behalf of our student-athletes, blah, 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 blah. Okay, in other words, the Pac-10 is now scrambling. Hey, we've lost two of our biggest names. We're now scrambling. In the meantime, as we know, the Big Ten has said to uh, Oregon and Washington, Ho, hold your roll. Slow your roll. Hang on. Uh, we're waiting to see what Notre Dame wants to do. Right now, uh, speaking of the Catholic side of things, Ben, we have seen no white papal smoke come out of Touchdown Jesus, right? No, we have not. We do not know what Notre Dame is thinking. They have not made any statements. And I've been kind of kind of watching that. But the official Pac-12 statement is the board of directors met this morning and authorized the conference to explore all expansion options. So in other words, they're trying to save the Pac-12. But if I'm the Pac-12, knowing that some of the bigger fish have already jumped, I mean, Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC. Your, your two pieces, bigger pieces, USC, UCLA, they've jumped to the Big Ten. What else is out there for you to grab on the West Coast to put into your conference? It would be really hard to convince any team from the East to go there, in my opinion, anyway. So what are you going to get? Cincinnati's already committed to go to the Big 12. Houston, I think, is heading to the Big 12. Memphis? Do you go to the, you're not going to get much out of the ACC, right? Well, the ACC the, schools are bound by a TV deal that goes through 2036, right. so it's going to be nearly impossible to grab them. Right. You're not going to get them. What do you want out of the Big 12? West Virginia's already jumped to the Big 12. How would you like to be West Virginia? You jump to the Big 12, you sign the contract to stay, and now the Big 12 is losing its two key pieces in Texas and Oklahoma. You're bringing in Cincinnati, which technically would be a lesser piece, and the panache and swagger of your conference has fallen off dramatically. After you just jumped for more money. You're not going to take anything out of Conference USA if you're the Pac-12, right? Is there anything appealing down there? No. Western Kentucky, Marshall, Old Dominion, Middle Tennessee, Florida Atlantic, Charlotte, Florida International, USTA or UTSA, UAB, North Texas Mean Green, UTEP, the home of Aaron Jones, by the way, Rice, Southern Miss, home of Brett Favre, Louisiana Tech, no. You can try to grab an independent like Notre Dame, but they're not coming. They're not going to the Pac-12. The Mid-American, the MAC? No. There's nothing there you want. The Mountain West? Is Wyoming going to bring any panache? San Diego State? Probably not. Hawaii? No. That's it. The Sun Belt? So when the, when the Pac-12 comes out and makes a statement... We are continuing our efforts to, you know, keep uh, the Pac-12, blah, blah, blah. It's it's over. That's it. It's over. Now everybody in the Pac-12, you're taking on water. 
Oregon wants out. Washington wants out. Not happening. You're not taking anybody. Nobody's jumping out of the SEC. Nobody's jumping out of the Big Ten. Even if you're even if you're one of the bottom feeders in the SEC or the Big Ten. Where are you going to go? You're not going. Indiana? Winless Indiana from last season. Think Indiana's jumping to the Pac-12? Pac Pac-12? Pac no. Can't pay them the same. You'll lose a ton of money. Go be a doormat and get beat up on. Rutgers? No. Maryland? No. Go get beat up on in the Big Ten. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Andrew says, I guarantee you, your favorite person in the whole world, Ben, P.J. Fleck, will be ordering Rose Bowl rings for the Gophers when they try to play there, their first regular season game at the Rose Bowl since they haven't really played there in decades. <laughs> like it. Could be right, too. Could be right. Like it, though. Dripping with sarcasm. Nothing wrong with that on this program. 877-867-1670. Rafa, not going to be coming back. Uh, the phone, not good. Uh, must be an overseas phone or something. I have no idea. Would have loved to have talked to him, but unfortunately the uh, the cell signal just breaking up, and it's just too irritable to listen to. Turns too many people off. So let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back, talk a little bit more about this realignment. Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. If you're going to go, you're going to get some great food. Uh, Pewaukee Lake, sit by Smokey's bait, uh, bait Shop right there on the ramp. Watch the boats go in and out. Watch the boats go by. Maybe walk down to the water. Maybe even do a little fishing down there, whatever it is you want to do. But good food. They've got good music over the weekend. Catch the Brewers game. Catch the races over the weekend. A lot of good stuff. Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill, the home of the pig porker. That's a sandwich, by the way. Say hi to Ryan and his entire staff over there at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. Great place. Love going there. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. see at the, the uh, Summerfest grounds, our friends from the Milwaukee Admirals down there putting on some clinics. If you got the kids looking for something to do while you're uh, waiting for your show to begin, or maybe you're just walking around and maybe you're a hockey fan, stop down, check out the Milwaukee Admirals at Summerfest. Look for them as well over at State Fair. But if you're looking for hockey tickets for the 2022-2023 season, go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That is MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Got some emails to get to, some uh, some good stuff. This one, I, um, I, I really don't know. Keith says uh, Keith, listening to us in Hartford, said unit would Notre Dame bring all sports into the Big Ten, or just football? Well, basketball, Ben, they're in the ACC, right? Correct. Uh, what's in the Big Ten? Hockey, women's hockey, or hockey in general. Hockey in general. So they're in the Big Ten for hockey. Um. I would think if I'm the Big Ten, I don't want to. I I don't want them to play basketball in the ACC, right? You want them in the Big Ten. 
So, I mean, that's a great question, Keith. I, I don't have the ex, uh, specific answer for, but uh, but it's a good question. Would they bring all the sports or just football? Um, so, anyway, uh, this was from uh, Justin listening to us from Toma. He said, uh, hey, unit, we're actually listening at Road America. Watched some of the practices earlier today. We're waiting for your arrival. We've got a cold one for you when you get here. Is there a place here to watch the Brewers game tonight? Justin, that's a great question. I There's a, um, there's a, uh, like a restaurant slash bar right there in the middle infield. It is just to the east of the... Um, where you get the souvenirs from Road America. I don't know if they have TVs outside or not. I don't think they do. I don't think there's a specific place to go and watch it. I think your best bet is to find somebody in an RV that has a TV outside that has a game on. But not that I know of. So, sorry, I wish I could tell you more. Um, I believe we're going to have it on. That's for damn sure. But I, as far as I, I don't think... I don't, yeah, I don't think that, uh, I don't think there's a spe- uh, specific place. Sorry about that. Um, this one is from Thomas listening to us in the Deer District, by the way. So must be enjoying a, uh, a mid-afternoon, uh, maybe a lunch or something, listening to us down in the Deer District. He says, if Notre Dame does come to the Big Ten, then to keep it even, who else do they go out and get? He says, Oregon. He said, that's a small TV market, don't forget. We talked about that earlier. Who might be of interest? So we had talked about uh, Mike DeCourcy, who wrote the article. And what was it? North Carolina, they're locked into a contract for a long period of time. There was Washington. Uh, since you're already going to the West Coast anyway, would make sense. Uh, Washington and Oregon, for that matter. Seattle, the nation's number 15 market. That's where Washington is. But then again, if you would just bring in one... Would it be Oregon? Now, the, the, the Oregon Ducks have been good over the years, um, and they were actually in the initial college football playoff finals. Uh, they were in the Final Four in 2017. They're uh, excellent in men's basketball under Dana Altman. Don't forget. But the population of the entire state is 4.2 million. Every other Big Ten expansion, including Penn State, was driven by getting access to larger television markets. So Portland at number 25, is that big enough? Is that big enough to to, to fill the requirement? Then again, think about this. You know, Wisconsin's always been in the Big Ten, but the state of Wisconsin has almost 5 million people. But Madison is not. Uh, Milwaukee's the larger market. But Madison is not a ginormous market by any stretch, but you do get the television market here in the Milwaukee as well. So it combines to be a rather large market, I guess. Plus you get the northern fringes of Illinois. So that's a great question. Andrew says, what about Colorado? You get the Denver market. That's a good point, too. If Oregon and Washington want to jump as a pair, which I can't imagine they have that affinity or affiliation, but then you could go to Colorado, yeah. Um, Kansas, the nation's number 31 market. Stanford, would Stanford go? 
but their attendance last year would be what was minimal. Now, granted, they had pan- pandemic issues in California, which was significantly knocked down people's ability to go to the game. Cal? That's a great question. I don't know. I My first thought is, as far as a good football team with a following, I'd probably go Oregon. But, Ben, would you agree? Would it be Oregon, or is there somebody else that you can think of? Oregon makes the most sense. You get that Nike money, too. I don't know. What about Arizona much. State getting the Phoenix market? Arizona State's a disaster program-wise. But, yeah, market-wise, I guess it makes sense. Maybe Arizona, the the other school you in got, there. You got Herm Edwards, Brian Billick, Marvin Lewis. They were all out there for that program. They've kind of run Former it. Former NFL coach. Herm Edwards has yeah, kind of right. run it into the ground, though. Yeah. Some good thoughts. I just uh, I, I don't know where you go. I'd. Yeah, that's a good question. Who would be just the single you would take after that? Uh, let's do this. We're going to break. We're going to come back. I have got uh, an email here from Joe who's listening to us. I guess he's listening to us in Lake Geneva area, either on the lake or near the lake. He has got two suggestions, uh, the second one being more hilarious than the first. I had to go look this up while I was talking. I had no idea this existed. And we were talking about Mike Clemens, who led off the show. We didn't have Mike on, but Mike Clemens and his new review of a, a new hose nozzle that he bought, which is hilarious. You can see it over on the Facebook fan page. And Joe says, for his first Bill Michaels show review, this is the item he should review. And can you only imagine a video? I will tell you what that is when we come back. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap things up next on the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. He has his hose out. Nozzle here with a whole bunch of new settings. This one's called 90th Birthday. My goodness. Glad to have you. Welcome back. Closing out the program today. Sending you off, hopefully, on a, a, a note that will make you smile somewhat. In case you just tuned in, uh, what you just heard there was from earlier today. If you go to the Facebook fan page, you can see it. I, uh, I posted Mike's post over there. Uh, Mike Clemens, uh, our own Mike, who must be bored out of his skull because the Packers aren't practicing. He uh, he got a new uh, nozzle to his garden hose, okay? And it's got four or five different settings. And the last setting that he tries, it's, he squeezes the nozzle and, like, it just, it, like, dribbles water. It, like, it, it's, like, leaking. It's not even, <laughs> it's, this is the entire audio of Mike Clemens giving you the product review of the new hose nozzle he just got. Now, you got to listen because there's a point to this. Go ahead. Nozzle here with a whole bunch of new settings. This is Jet. That's good. Soft wash. Little rainbow there. Clean. That works. Yeah. Garden. Do the flowers. Rinse. This one's called 90th Birthday. So there you go. So Mike 
and, and for those that didn't know, I mean, you, again, you can see the video uh, raiding his new hose nozzle. So, uh, and, and it's just, oh, my God, the video is hilarious. It's just so Mike, if you know him. It's just so Mike. So Joe in Lake Geneva says, uh, he starts out by saying, hey, what about the Bill Michael show tie-up on a local lake? Since you got your boat back, that'd be kind of cool. We could put a generator on a pontoon boat and do your entire show from a pontoon boat in the middle of a lake with the cameras. That's not a bad idea. If we have a good cell signal shot, I think we could do that. Ben, should we should we look into doing the show from a boat? Yeah, I would. A big giant pontoon boat. I would write some ground rules about the clothing that had to be worn. But aside from that, I'm not going shirtless. I'll tell you that right now. But if we do it via tie up, some tie ups can get some pretty interesting scenery. And since what goes over the air is one thing, it can't be seen. But what goes over the Bud Light live stream, since it's Internet based, YouTube based, it's kind of like no holds bar. There's no governance to that. We're pretty much in a clear. That's not a bad way to go. We could do that. He has his hose out. <laughs> Should have never said that. So we could do that, though. That's that. We could do that. I'm. The, I'm now. Th- they, we've gotten some really good suggestions today, and I'm. I'm liking it. So he goes on to say, "I have the first product for Mike Clemens to review." On the Bill Michael Show. Have you ever heard of the potty putter? <laughs> no. Google it. You gotta Google it. I had no idea this existed. It is like a little rug that fits around the base of your toilet, but it's like AstroTurf. And it comes with about a two and a half foot to three. Three-foot golf club. And it's got two miniature golf balls. It's got a door hanger. (laughs) So you can hang on your door to tell people not to bother you. And it's got a hole with a flag. And it's called the potty putter. You can practice your putting while going to the potty. He said, that would be the best product for Mike Clemens to review. It's on Amazon right now for what is it? Uh, Fifteen ninety nine. One's called the potty putter. The other one's called the toilet golf dinker. This one's called ninetieth birthday. <laughs> well, ninetieth birthday would mean you could feel the water. Uh, so the yeah, it's it's on Amazon for sixteen ninety nine. So take it. To the next level, and I saw this product and almost fell over. It is called the Butt Putt Farting Game. Did you see that one? No. So <laughs> what in the world is this? It's, it's a it's a it's called the Butt Putt Farting Game, and it based it's based on the premise of hitting a ball, putting a ball into the hole. And then, as you see in some of these offices, the ball then pops out of the pops out of the hole like a bowling ball, hits a little ramp and rolls around the ramp, and then comes back to you. It's that's that's your putter, that's your putting game. They take it to the extreme. 
So when I looked up potty putter, this also came up as the next most popular gift idea for dads. Why dads on Father's Day, I have no idea. But again, it's called the butt putt farting golf game. So you putt it, it goes up the ramp, and instead of it being a cup, it's some fat ass bent over, and where the butt crack is is the hole, and the ball goes in there. Shut the door, ass. Instead of the ball then leaking back out and coming back to you down some kind of a ramp, it hits the trigger and it goes, and the ball comes shooting back down at you. It's time for the weekend, Bill. Who thinks of this? Who thinks of this? I got to admit it's fantastic, but it's, it's called the butt butt farting golf game. So between the potty putter and the butt putt uh, farting golf game, we got our we got our first couple of items to be reviewed by Mike Clemens. Now, can you only imagine the video? I can't. That's it. I can't. That brings this show this week, going into the holiday weekend, to an absolute positive, pathetic end. It just does. Oh my goodness! What do we got? Uh, we got the best of on Monday. Yes, correct. Because none of us are here. Nobody's in the building. Mike might be. Mike might bring his hose and come to the building. But beyond that, we're not going to be there. So uh, the best of on Monday. Tuesday, we'll recap the weekend and the Brewers' place in it. After the four-game series with the Pittsburgh Pirates, then uh, heading into Wrigley, taking on the Cubs for three games before coming back home to American Family Field and facing yet again the uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates. So uh, enjoy your holiday weekend. I'm going to see you at Road America, leaving here probably about 15 minutes to head up there. Uh, oh, the one thing I did want to mention, number three on the not-so-top ten plays of the week was the, uh, the gum-chewing incident at Yankee Stadium where they wasted all those things of gum, but more so made the, uh, the younger cats go pick up their saliva-filled chewed bubble gum. And uh, they got sh- publicly shamed from that. So I, w- I made to mention, meant to mention that a little bit earlier. So back at it again on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Hey, have a great 4th of July weekend. Be safe. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy your hot dogs, hamburgers, brats, everything else that goes along with it. Enjoy it all. Enjoy it all. But stay safe. We'll talk to you again coming up next week. Time for us to go. Have a going. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.